Hello everybody, this is Man Up, the UK men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson and sitting the other side of London is the shining beacon that is Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? I'm very good, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a shining beacon, I like that. I'm a shining beacon. I, I don't know where that came from. Um, sometimes <laughs> I, I, sometimes I pre-plan my 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 um, description, but that one just came out. That was um, off the cuff, was it? That was, that was nice. It was, <laughs> it was, nice work. Good work. It, Good work. It was. So, um, so today is our I can't remember our sixth lockdown session, I think, and um, so we've had a couple of guests, but this time it's just me and Tommy because we have serious stuff to talk about don't we just eh don't we just (laughs) (laughs) well it's been ages since we've had a um a catch-up uh us two anyway uh, on here isn't it and um we've had weeks and weeks of lockdown weeks and weeks of ups and downs and thoughts and stuff like that so we have we do have quite a lot to say don't we yeah absolutely absolutely it's been do you know what i am um, i was just thinking the other day you know when sometimes you sit there and you're like oh what am i doing what have i done and you sort of get on you get in your own head and actually we've done quite a lot we've been we've been busy boys haven't we we have oh yeah definitely oh yeah we've definitely been busy busy, busy chaps yeah when you think about it um <laughs> yeah. And I think I think um, it's helped the fact that we've discovered this sort of remote podcasting thing, isn't it? You know, because it was quite an effort for us to sort of both travel into central London and get yeah. a guest in and stuff, you know. So it's actually the, 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 the lockdown has made this podcast sort of easier for us, isn't it, really? It's been an absolute blessing. I think it's been an absolute blessing. It's definitely the future. It's not that I don't like seeing you. I love, you know, catching up and... There's definitely a, a yeah. chemistry there, but I feel like I hope that we are still capturing that energy. And you know, I think we're compatible, aren't we? We're very compatible. We we are steady on talking about chemistry and compatibility. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do love you, but you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it at that anyway. <laughs> Midlife crisis, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, midlife crisis indeed. Yeah. So, so what is the big thing that's happening um, in 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 Tommy's life? Well, he is about to in in literally a few days' time. Uh, in fact, when this podcast come out, it might actually be in the past or on the day. We don't know. But wow. he is about to turn the big four zero. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Uh, so um yeah i know i know i mean right okay listen we're going to get into that in in detail um in a minute but i just thought um it will be remiss of us to uh not mention what's going on um in america at the moment because um yeah because the 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 racist murder of george floyd um has sent uh eruptions in the in in uh in the black communities both in the US and here and um I know I know you've put sort of quite a few a few sort of posts up about it I've done a, a few as well I'm just I just wanted to know your thoughts on um you know when you see something like that 
uh, on TV. Mm. What? How does that make you feel mentally? How does that affect you mentally as a sort of as a as a black man? If you don't mind me asking. No, not at all. I'm, I'm glad you asked. And, and also, like, I think the first thing I want to say, like, this is not a political podcast, is it? It's, we're not into no politics stuff like that. So don't, you know, we're talking um, this on a mental health perspective rather than on personal sort of what we feel is right and what we feel is wrong. Yeah, that's for our it, it, own personal pages. Um, exactly. Exactly. But uh, I mean. See, this, this is the thing. So from a, men- for, from a mental health point of view, it's bizarre because I, I don't, I want to be clear on sort of a few things. Already with, you know, we've mentioned that I'm coming or approaching 40. So I feel like my emotions have been ultra sensitive anyway. You know, I've been very, you know, I've been, I've been up and down and, you know, asking myself a lot of the questions that I think naturally come with, you know, reaching a milestone like that. But um, actually, it it really – how do I put this? I think since I heard and saw about, you know, this event, it really has knocked me for six. Like, it really has. And I don't often on my personal pages post or discuss – political things or things to do with racial inequality or anything like that. But just seeing that and realizing what's going on, it's, it's, it's brought up a lot of feelings for me as well. Uh, fear and stuff like that. I've, I've definitely felt, you know, not depression, but I felt very anxious. You know, I've not, you know, my heart rate's been high and I've not slept. There's been a few nights where I've not slept properly. Um, and I think, you know, I say I went through a wave of emotions, but one of the biggest ones has been fear. And knowing that, you know, my son has sort of, you know, seen things and, uh, you know, seen things on the news and heard conversations that have been happening like with me on the phone and things like that. And he started to ask questions now as well. And that sort of real fear has come into it again. And it's definitely caused a lot of, you know, anxiety and un- uncomfortable. I felt, I felt really uncomfortable. And it's, it's not affected relationships or such, but like I said, I've been highly sort of, my emotions have been really sort of highly tuned and just seeing things. I've had to sort of withdraw a bit from social media and stuff like that because I can just feel it, you know, getting on top. And then I have this guilt as well of not wanting to be quiet about it <laughs> and wanting to sort of, you know, use my voice and show solidarity. And I know I'm, I know so I wouldn't make it political, but it, this is um, how emotionally, mentally it's getting me because I feel like, do I use my voice? Do I speak up? And if so, does that is it going to affect my relationships with my non-black friends? And so it, it's been a real, it's just been a really, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Now this isn't the first time something like that's happened. So it's happened, you know, in the past on several occasions, and every time it hurts. But for some reason, this one seems to have just really really sort of taking the wind out of my sails you know it really has 
Oh God, yeah, I, yeah, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear you, you felt that way. But I mean, for me, it's. It, I mean, well, I can totally understand what why you're feeling like that. I mean, there's only there's only so much you could take, and and you know, there's there's only so many sort of memes people can post saying, oh, you know, oh, this shouldn't happen again. But then it just keeps happening, and 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 yeah. and you know, people don't understand that the UK is is all right, it might not be quite as bad in the sense that, you know, we don't have as many murders, but I mean, it's, it's almost as bad over here. And, and, you know, it's, it's very important to say, I think that while, you know, living in London, you know, uh, you, most sort of different races get on very well with each other from day to day, but that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean to say that sort of, racism doesn't exist endemic in in our society and 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 you know fr- in the sort of institutions that hold the whole power and and uh, and fear f- fear is a totally understandable um emotion to have because mm. you know if i w- if i was black and i saw those images you know i just i would it would make it would make me want to curl up you know under a rock it would make me modify my behavior you know and so i mean yeah you know i i really yeah i mean i can i can really i can really um sympathize i can't empathize but i can really sympathize with you you know um yeah. and i think also i suppose because we ha- because we've had the um the virus and all that it's probably hitting you quite hard it's just like another bloody hammer blow isn't it it's like fuck the world's already (laughs) fucked as it is do you know what i mean it is yeah it does seem um it does seem like this year is definitely definitely testing our metal you know and definitely testing our metal and you made a really good point you know you said obviously uk i mean it's a it's a worldwide problem and stuff like that and again i don't want to get political but i want to sort of bring it back to mental health um and uh i i read this post and um it was from a, hopefully a future guest of ours. Um, name's Connor, and he, if you want to follow him, his um, Instagram is Recovery Connor. And this guy is absolutely amazing. He suffered with um, eating disorders and stuff like that. And we've been trying to get him on for a while, but obviously COVID's happened and he's not actually been on yet. But he's definitely a future guest. And he did some research, and and just so you know, this guy he's. Um, He's very white, and he's uh, uh, from the from Scotland, isn't he? I believe. And uh, yes, yeah. And he just posted this thing, and he's he's, he's fact checked it as well, and like cross references, and he's like linked all the sources where he's got this information. And he's put some really amazing points to do with um, you know uh, ethnic minorities, black men and women in um, in in the mental health in the UK. So. Um, one of the things that he's, well, a few of the things, if I'll read them out to you, uh, black men are 17 times more likely to be di- diagnosed with schizophrenia compared to white men. Black men are also four times more likely to be detained under the Mental Health Act. Although experiencing higher levels of severe mental illness, sim- uh, sorry, symptomology in the UK, black British adults are least likely to receive mental health care. So now, I mean, just read just reading through the lines we're 17 times more likely to be diagnosed with schizophrenia we are four times more likely to be detained but we're less likely to receive health care 
Black people and other ethnic minority groups are less likely to be offered psychotherapy, the more expensive, time-consuming treatment, and more likely to be offered medication for treatment and more likely to be treated by Croatian. So, and like he's, you know, these come from Mind UK, this who's cross-referenced, and like BBC News as well. So it's, it's, it's quite, I read that, and again, it just sort of, just made me feel like um, not lost because there's always hope and that's why we do what we're doing but the struggle is real you know and it is real and I think obviously when something like this happens it does highlight everything you know your people will pull up stuff from years ago and blah de, blah de, blah and that's not what I'm trying to get involved in but the history is a massive part of you know how we're going to change the future and if we don't look at it we can't make change and you know some of these things is I always say it makes for scary reading, but it is. It's terrifying, you know? Oh, it is. It is. So what what would you like people what would you like to see? What would you like people to do? How would you like I mean it's quite I suppose it's quite a difficult question, uh, in a way, but I mean what, what do you think people can do to try and sort of help and, and turn the tide a little bit? Oh man. You see again, you know, <clears throat> without getting into a political rant of equality and stuff like that, it's quite difficult to sort of say. I I would like for, I would like, I would love for there to be, for people to be looked at as humans rather than as colour. And I would like, I would love for people to receive equal care, equal health care, you know, especially for mental health. And I think, you know, a lot of that, you know, it's all well and good sort of reading statistics, but a lot of that does start at home as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge advocate of how we generationally need to change the way we look at things. Like I spoke to you about, you know, my relationship with my father and how my dad is an amazing man and we spoke a lot, but we didn't speak a lot, you know. We, we, he can talk, but we didn't really have those conversations that needed to happen. Like he didn't talk to me about mental health and things like that because, you know, he came from a generation where they didn't know. So I do believe that it's as much as, yes, we do need help and we do need things to be recognised that there are, you know, things are not on par, <laughs> but we do need to work on ourselves and the way that we are raising our children you know I talk all the time about how I try to be open with my kids and try to talk to them and encourage them to speak about their feelings and not just encourage them to speak about their feelings but have the confidence to talk and to be heard so you know when when my boys want to tell me something even if they're repeating like repeating themselves and kids do my eldest he's talked about Fortnite now he says guess what guess what and the conversation you know it's going to be about Fortnite. but I sit there and I listen to him talk about Fortnite because at the minute that's his voice and that's what he needs to say. And I'm really trying to encourage and reassure and reaffirm that what he has to say, his voice is important. And I think that, you know, my generation, the generation below, we need to instill that into our kids. And this is not just a black and white thing. This is just across the board general because, you know, it's we're talking about men's mental health here um, and it needs to change and we need to encourage these open dialogues and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm yeah. for a miracle. 
yeah, I mean, I think you can do. Sorry, Andy. Yeah, no, no, that's all right. No, no, sorry. Um, yeah, I, th- I think talking and, and having an open dialogue is is yeah one of the best things we can do uh, as as a human race, isn't it? As a country, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and the more we do that, the more we will um, come to, together, and the more to- we, the more we listen. That's the really important thing, isn't it? That's why I think this. That's why a lot of people, you know, dismissing the Black Lives Matter movement aren't they're not quite understand understanding it you know of course all lives matter but you know the point is it's it's the you know, black people that are getting a really tough time so we know we need to not make start making our own little points we just need to listen you know that is what we really need to do at the moment and um you know yeah we won't we won't get into politics i know i know, you know i've got so much i want to say but like i said you know we, we will try to keep it mental health related but yeah you're right you are you are right and um the, the all lives matter thing yeah like you said they do all matter but uh all lives can't matter until black lives matter as well you know and i think that's yeah. the point that we're missing in you know we need to be equal for everybody and we can't sort of be calling all lives matter when certain groups are not being looked after or treated fairly, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll 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 we'll, we'll leave it at, at that. Um, and from from something thoroughly uh, depressing to something even more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this is the worst podcast in the world for you it's like isn't it it's just like, this is like the world's worst podcast. i know thanks i was teaching on the fence but now i'm just on a downward spiral into full <laughs> thanks mate happy birthday to me <laughs> oh dear well listen man so so right okay i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna come out with it right Go on. straight straight away <laughs> How are you feeling about turning 40? Here you go. There's a question for you. Um, do you know what? I I think I think um consciously I'm feeling really okay. I'm feeling quite blase, you know, I'm saying it's just another day, bloody bloody blah. Um, I feel quite happy actually. I, I said to you, like, it's been I've definitely been my emotions have been definitely heightened for sure. And I've <laughs> I've been, you know, asking myself lots of questions and have I achieved the things that I wanted? Am I where I thought I would be? And I've had some really nice conversations with my wife because she's seen me a few times, been quite quiet and away in my own thoughts. But do you know what, Andy? Genuinely, I feel pretty damn good. I feel quite good. And it's only because... I've had to sort of sit there and really sort of think about where I'm at, what I've achieved, the blessings that I've got in my life. You know, gratitude is such a great tool. And I sit here and um, like right now I'm recording this podcast and I'm sitting in my studio. I've got the, the patio doors closed, but I'm looking to my garden and it's a small garden. It's a small yard, but it's beautiful and the sun's shining. I'm in my home. My kids are in the front room. They're watching something on TV, some educational stuff, because I've skipped out to do this podcast. My wife is upstairs and we laugh. We've been locked in together for like two months, and more than two months. 
and we still love each other. We still giggle. We're still affectionate. And and I feel well and I feel happy. And, you know, less than, well, a few years ago, even less, I wasn't even happy. I wasn't even happy. And I'm rolling into my 40s feeling really, really happy. I'm feeling excited. I feel nervous about, you know, the future. But I genuinely, genuinely feel like it's good. It's all good, you know. Do you think um, it's something to do with the expectations of society that by sort of 40, you're expected to have everything sorted, uh, you know, by 40? It's like this big thing that, you know, that, that do you think that's why people often sort of have this sort of, you know, quote unquote midlife crisis or whatever at 40? Do you think that's what it is? 100%, 100%. Because let's face it, like most of us, uh, you know, sort of have or or our mental health struggles are attached to what we should have done or what we should be doing or how we should be feeling. And I mean, you know, for me, having children was a massive trigger that's, you know, started my spiral. Lots of people, it's stuff, you know, comparing themselves to others. That was a massive, massive thing for me, comparing myself to other people. Oh, they've got this, they've got that, they're doing this, look at their car. And that just made me feel shit about myself, which again triggered me falling into another spiral of depression. Um, thank God for, you know, you always say, Andy, and I'll, and I'll quote you, your mental health battles, your anxiety was the best thing that ever happened to you. And I have to agree with you because had I not had the crash and had I not started looking at how I can feel better, what it would take, why I'm feeling this way, I wouldn't have sort of come to the you know, to the path I'm on now, which is actually fuck all of that materialistic shit. Um, Fuck keeping up with the Joneses. I'm keeping up with what's going on in my house. And are my kids happy? Is my wife happy? Am I happy? Then I'm winning. And it takes away so much pressure. It doesn't mean that I'm not still ambitious and I don't want lovely things and to do great things. But it's definitely, definitely helped ease into the trans, you know, the transition of midlife <laughs> by not watching everybody. And also understanding that from doing this podcast, a lot of people that I've looked at and admired and thought they had this sugar honey iced tea together, actually they're all going through their own stuff as well. So mm. taking that out of the equation, realizing that we're all, you know, battling something that we, you know, other people don't know about. It's a comforting thought that knowing that actually, you know what, where I am right now is where I'm meant to be. And I feel I feel quite good with my luck, you know. Oh yeah, man. I yeah, that's 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 good to hear. I mean, do do you think um you know, like turning forty, have, have you had a phase where whereby you've sort of had a retrospective on your life? Has it has it made you sort of look back on your life and think oh, that was great, or I regret that, or I'm really proud of that. I mean, have you, have you sort of sort of had that moment of, of, of um, you know, looking back at all? Well, you know, like, like I said, I've definitely been asking myself a lot of questions, you know, and it's questions like, um, well, actually, again, going back to some of the conversations I'm having with my wife, and she was asking me, you know, do you feel happy? Have you achieved everything you want to? And I was like, well... I do feel happy. I've definitely not achieved everything that I want to achieve. Um, but 
one of the things that I want to achieve and one of my biggest goals, which changed from like you asked me this five years ago, it was houses, you know, own a house, have cars, you know, holidays three times a year, twice a year, um, have a good job. Da, da, da. And all of those that were my goals, they've completely changed. And actually, um, when I wrote down my list of things that I really want to still achieve, and, you know, one of them, the second thing that I wrote down was being happy. That was that was on my list right. of, you know, goals and things like that. So looking back, do I have any regrets? I can't say that I do because whereas at the time I might have felt like, oh, mate, this is horrible. I've made some really horrible decisions. You know, my life is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And all the stuff that comes with, you know, feeling like, your life is spiraling out of control and all of this stuff that comes with depression. I I now look back at those and I just think like, thank you for those times because that's put me where I am now. And that's, yeah. that's allowed me to see how good I've got it and how blessed I am and how amazing things are in my life. Yeah. And so you know, had I not been on this journey, had we not started this podcast, had we not done all the, like, my goodness, in the last couple of years, the things that we've done, the things that we've achieved, it's been, even up to like last week, you know, we appeared on a national radio station, you know, we did that. Yeah. And none of that would have happened had it not been for the bad times. So, I mean, like, I'm five days away at the point of recording, while we're recording, so I'm five days away from being 40. So, You've caught me on a particularly good day, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I, I might tomorrow, or the next day, go on absolute, you know, downward spiral of oh my god, I'm forty and I don't know what's going on. But right here, right now, there's not any regrets. I am really, really grateful. I, I look back from the times when I played music, and then you know, I do think I wish I'd have made it in the music industry and, you know, sold millions of records and toured the world and blah, 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 blah. But I didn't. And, you know, enough, you know, instead I've got two little humans in my life that I love more than life itself. And every day they just, they, they send me through every emotion that you can possibly think of. I'm mad in love. They're so cute and adorable. They make me want to actually <laughs> kick them off a fucking cliff because they're annoying. <laughs> they make me laugh to the high heavens. They are They are just two of the most perfect little individuals, personality like to the ceiling. And, and you know, being on lockdown, I've just had the, the joy, the privilege, the honour and the pleasure of just spending time, just, you know, really getting to reconnect with them. And yeah, I just feel like, you know, life is too short to just, you know, work yourself into the ground in a job that you don't particularly love and, you know, just have regrets. And, yeah. you know, I thought I would have a lot of regrets at this point in my life because I hadn't ticked off my list of things of, you know, millionaire by 20 you know married to a supermodel uh touring the world <laughs> playing you know platinum albums blah, blah blah but i am really really happy and that doesn't mean that i don't have wobbles you know just the last sort of week couple of weeks you know you know we've spoken about it and i've been up and down like a yo-yo 
And that's partly to do with being locked up for COVID-19 and being in isolation and social distancing. And also it has to be because I am going into a next phase of my life. And whether I sort of, you know, like I said, my, my conscious mind is like, it's just another number, but whatever my subconscious is doing, I'm trying to also be aware of that. So the, the emotional sort of like peaks and valleys that I've been on, I'm sure it has to be tied in with there somewhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it is. Yeah. Cause you did mention, um, I mean, we've both had a few sort of wobbles recently, but you mm. did mention to me that it might be because of, because of this, you know, because you're being that, that level of introspection, that, that time of your life when, because I've been there, listeners. I, I mean, you know, I am uh, forty. I wish I was turning forty. But, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a distant memory for me. But I've been there, and and you really, really do take stock. It's very, it is quite, it is quite emotional. Um, <laughs> and and you do, yeah. But it's, it's natural. I mean, it is just a flipping number. You know, it's like you're the same on on whatever day is is it the fifth or whatever your birthday like you know yeah what you're you'll wake up exactly the same person as you were the day before you know it's not it's not like you suddenly changing into whatever but you know it's a natural thing to to sort of you know want to take stock and and when you're becoming that introspective it can probably have an effect on you sort of mentally, I, w- I would have thought, you know. Yeah, you know. I, th- I think so as well. But also, I've been quite lucky because, like, two of my best friends have had birthdays last month, 40th birthdays. We were meant to have a joint 40th together. Obviously, due to uh, lockdown, we had to cancel it. But <clears throat> I've seen both of them, you know, and we're really close. We've grown up together since, you know, infants. And um, I think seeing them go through their 40th and... I did, um, for one of them, I went to their house and sat on the opposite end of their garden, their front garden, and they sat at their doorway and we sort of celebrated and uh, we made a video for him. And it was like all of our friends sort of made a little video message and we put it all together and we gave it to him. And I, and I, and I passed it on to him and just seeing the emotion in, in him. And, you know... This is a guy that I, I really look up to. I really admire him. He's like an amazing father to his kids. He's an amazing husband to his wife. And, you know, he's an amazing friend to me. And watching him go through that emotion and, like, you know, the tears and stuff like that. And and then, you know, he's all right. <laughs> he's out the other side and he's still amazing. He's still cool, you know. Yeah. He's not all of a sudden yeah. started wearing, you know, like corduroy and <laughs> slack clothes <laughs> with baseball caps and stuff like that. But and he's still great. And you know, the same with my other friend Beth. She's just, you know, they're just growing into it. And I just see these guys growing into their forties and doing it with such class and style. And I'm just like, I'm in awe. So you know, I've cancelled my uh, order of a Harley Davidson and a leather waistcoat. And I'm not going to get my ear pierced. <laughs> I need to think of more subtle ways to have my midlife crisis. <laughs> get yourself a, I don't know, get yourself a Peloton, you know, like a healthy thing. You know, that, stu- that stupid thing that, you know, oh. people have on TV, that electric bike or whatever. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I I I hear you. I was like, I cried on my fortieth. My fortieth was, uh, it was quite a while back, and and um, I had a I had a um, you know, they 
I had a big sort of Olympic um, thing out in Victoria Park, and uh, the people clubbed together and got me a, a present. And and I'm not a crier, you know, like yeah. funerals, things like that. I I I don't show my emotions that that much like in public and um i that i mean that that just it, it got me it got it really did get me and i did start crying in in front of everyone um i couldn't help it um yeah. because it's it's your life isn't it? it it's your life it's your you know it's what you've got and it's what um matters the most to you and well i mean your family matters the most to you but i mean it's it's yeah it's 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 uh, it's a big time, so it's it's understandable. Yeah, um, I think Joe you know as well. I think it's actually like obviously we <clears throat> we have to keep on social distancing so there'll be no party stuff this year. But one of the first things I said to um, my wife when she said like, "What do you want to do?" I said, "I want to drive over to my mum's and you know sit in a field because we can do that now. We're allowed to sit in a field, and I want to just you know." celebrate and just have a bit of time with the woman that brought me into this world and I think even on that you know it's an achievement you've actually made it you know you look at things like those documentaries on animals and sea turtles being born and they don't all make it past their first birthday and all that sort of stuff and you know a lot of people don't make 40 and it's an it's yeah. a gift and it's an honor it's an absolute it's an honor and it's a privilege that you know we don't all get so it is a celebration. And it is a time sort of reflects like, my God, 40 years on this planet and, you know, what have we done? But, yeah, it's so, a good so what, thing. But it will be emotional. I know it will be. I know it will be. So so what's on this? It's, this you mentioned this list. Are we allowed to, to know what's on this list? Number two was happy. This Is this a re, like the, your recent um, looking into the future turning 40 list? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so on, allowed- on my list. Go okay, on. so I've not, I've not got it to hand, but I think a few of them were... I um I do want to I want to really I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> but I could tell you now that ain't gonna fucking happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> mate, it's on the list, mate. So I'm gonna blow up my candy. Uh number two is I want to be happy, and I do want to be happy. And I th- and one of one of the things is um I want to travel around the world with the kids. That's on my right. list of things to do. I want to travel around the world with the kids and the wife, obviously the wife as well. And, um, <laughs> and I want to live in another country as well. I feel like I want to have experience living in another country. Okay. Yeah. So they, those are just a few things I can think of right now, but I, you know, they say life begins at 14. Uh, is that, you know, a new life and change the winds of change. I just feel like it's time for an adventure. You know, I've worked very hard. I'll continue to work very hard, but I do feel like in the second part of my life, there needs to be some change, you know, something different, yeah. something exciting. And yeah, I want to experience yeah. more of the world for sure. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great, a great list. And uh, I know for a fact you will achieve some of those aims, if not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do all of them now just to piss you off. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm do them all. Never... No, no, do them. Do them all. Um, yeah, the billionaire thing. Yeah, if you, oh, I'll, I'll be happy to be proven wrong. If you become a billionaire, then um, 
you can you can buy me a new you can buy me um whatever you want oh okay well well that's good so okay let's let's end on a high what are you what what are you most proud of in your life then what's 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 what are you most sort of proud of look, looking back um oh man do you know what there's without sounding arrogant there's so many things i'm proud of so many things and part of part of acknowledging and recognizing this was doing the energy healing do you remember i told you did the energy healing and really dug down to the core of some of the things that were affecting me also yeah, yeah, what, yeah uh, but actually at the same time, while looking at that and reprogramming myself, looking at actually what those struggles have given me. Um, so obviously what I'm most proud of, first of all, goes without saying, are my children. You know, I'm proud of being a father, being a dad and being present and working every day to try to be, you know, a, a good, not a good dad, a great dad. You know, that's something that I'm proud of. I'm really proud of that. I'm proud that um, I'm proud that my wife and I are working together and are really supportive of each other, and that we are sharing many, if not all, of the same goals and dreams. I'm very proud of that. I'm massively proud of the man up podcasts that we do i'm proud of that and the fact that it's it's not just helped us to sort of stay well and to you know continue on the journey that we're on but we've helped other people as well and we've been part of that you know just looking at you know i posted a post and wes one of our listeners did this and you know, when he first got in touch with this, he was really in a, a place where he was struggling. And he won't mind me saying this. He's quite open about it. And, you know, he's he's doing really well now. He's doing really well. And he's contributing now, wanting to help other people. And, you know, we were part of his journey. And, I, you know, I feel a massive sense of achievement and a massive sense of, you know, just it's humbling you know to be part of that so yeah i feel good and i feel good that despite everything i've not ended up you know i've not ended up as a statistic in in a negative way you know growing up lots of the people i used to hang about with have made choices that i know they regret and you know their life has been challenges and outcome but I found my way and I've always tried to be a good person. I've always tried and I feel really proud. I feel really proud of the man that I am and the man that I've grown into. And I know that that man is just going to keep on improving. So yeah, I'm feeling very, very proud. 40 years and yeah, it's taught me a lot and I feel very, very humbled to be here uh, doing what we're doing. I feel humbled to be still trying to be better. And I just feel so grateful that after not thinking I probably ever would be or ever could be again, I actually wake up most days and I feel really, genuinely, really happy. Oh, that's great. Well, you should be proud. I mean, most people that have you in their lives and know you, their lives are all the better for it. So, so um, you know, you. it's. Um, I hope you have a um 
a fantastic 40th and um yeah and i i am um i'm very glad that you've done this podcast with me and i'm very glad to have you in my life and so i wish you an amazing 40th and i'm very jealous that you're only 40 <laughs> yeah um so i think i think unless you want to carry on well it's weird because it's been 40 minutes this podcast so that's quite ironic isn't it there we go i think that's it i just want to say Andy, i love you let's stop it at 40 minutes i'm grateful for you and i love you and we'll definitely have a drink on my birthday whether it be by zoom or whatnot but we'll do that all right yeah, fantastic. So, uh, any excuse yes. for a drink? <laughs> no, yeah, of course. All right, everyone. Well, I hope that's helped. I mean, you know, talking about Tommy's 40th is not just, you know, a personal thing about Tommy. It's also, you know, looking at how, um, you know, the, the pressures of society affect sort of age and um, looking at the psychology of, of sort of you know, turning 40 and stuff like that. It's going to happen to all of us at some point, you know, even if you're listening to this as a young 20 something or whatever, you know, it will happen to all of us at some point. So I hope that's given you a little bit of insight, everyone. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Oh, amazing. Guys, take care. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.